0: we, we we're about to take it bye, bye, bye. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show KLB Aftermath We shut it down the studio You're you, you rocking with the oh, this is Chris. What's going on? This is Drake It's Tiger Young Money Zone It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man This is a big shot Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West It's Jay-Z Yo, this is your boy Weezy. With your host, Kennedy Lucas On Swanky 93.3 radio station, the heat 94.6 radio station. Hey, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Of course, guys, this is the KLP Aftermath. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the podcast, my peeps my, my, my swanky nators my lucas nation fans everybody welcome 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 back guys let me tell you words can i express how excited i am for this podcast today because we've got a lot of things we've got to talk about here on the podcast now before i continue of course we got tyrus and monica up in the studio make sure that we sound good we look good too um today's a very very special podcast now uh for a lot of people who haven't seen the movie spoiler alert i gotta say spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie hence the title black panther wakanda forever please do not watch this podcast i ain't even gonna say don't watch the podcast watch the movie and come back to this podcast you can do that right a lot of people just haven't had time to 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 fling it at the theaters this time around so again if you guys haven't seen this movie over this past weekend then please don't don't be unless you want spoilers because i'm about to spoil some things uh, about this movie later on in our show i just had to go ahead and bring that out there you because you know it is a great movie that i am i'm tremendously excited about as i adjust my what my mic here there we go now we sound better just a little bit better um this movie is incredible but we'll, we'll get to that right we'll get to the review of the movie later on in this podcast it's a beautiful monday hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting uh podcast today as much as i am i'm excited and i, I like to say that today's podcast was brought to you by kennedy lucas films if you guys don't know of course we've got to talk about it uh my two films are now available for amazon prime video prime video obviously is a huge network that we're on guys so we got to give it a a round of applause here in the studio uh because uh street style and new york culture guys and of course hardline second term they're they're available right now on amazon prime if you if you are able to get prime you can buy or rent the movies out you guys will not be disappointed in both feature films uh let me tell you it's been it's been an incredible an incredible journey so far Um, I wanted to talk about my experience a little bit, and I know we have topics for today's podcast. We're going to get to those, but I've got to talk about it because this is a, this is a huge, this is huge guys. This is very, very huge. This is not a movie or movies that are just on a, a small platform stream. Now, you know, prime video is a huge network. And it's not me overselling it, right? But it's huge. It's a huge, huge network uh to be a part of. And I'm so excited simply because, you know, if you asked me twelve years ago, guys, that my films would be on a major network, I would have laughed and I would have said, How do I do that? you know, twelve years ago. But now fast forwarding to today to 2022, did my homework. I studied and I, I understand distribution a little bit better. And now where we're on big networks like Amazon Prime Video. So I'm very, very excited for that. I want to thank everybody who's, you know, who's been around, right? Who's been around, who's been motivating me, who's been telling me, hey, you should look into distribution. And it's fantastic. It's one of those things that it's, it's very, very fantastic. I genuinely uh, enjoy doing movies for sure, but I enjoy giving you guys content and it's on a major network now back in the day you know a lot of indie filmmakers they will have their films made and they would just have it for youtube for free because that was the only outlet we had back in the day but now i can say with comfort you know our films are not going to be on youtube anymore spotify video it won't happen right because we have such a big distribution we have such a a big network now of course we're going to have our movies out for big networks um but gosh, guys, it's, it's been a journey. It's been one of those things. that has been very, very fun to dabble into. And it, it is it's incredible. The feeling is so incredible because I feel, and I say I feel... A little bit of fulfillment. And I say a little bit, guys, because we, we're making more films, right? This, this, this is not just hey, we made our films, we're on the network, we're done. No, that's not that's not the case because we've got many, many, many documentaries that we want to make. We got many, many films, feature films that we want to make, and we're going to make. So this is not the end of this culture, but I feel like it's you know just the beginning of something new. A new era ha- has been born. Um, so I get very excited. I get very giddy about this kind of stuff because it's it's been a long time right and i feel some sort of fulfillment i feel that you know i've i've made it kind of and because you with prime you know you're you're sharing a platform with hollywood right you have the biggest stars doing their own shows and their own movies on prime video and i'm right there with them right so i don't know it just it feels comfortable it feels very fantastic that was my friday um and i give you guys a little cheat sheet a little behind the scenes when it comes down to it um, so i was anticipating street style to come out in december late december and then hardline was scheduled to come out in january Uh, and i felt good january 20th 2023 was going to be the release date for uh hardline second turn but it turns out amazon said nope today (laughs) so uh you can't argue with it i'm happy with it um i'm very very stoked about the process and of course everybody's been seeing my films my close friends have saw my films a lot of people because we we see our stats people have genuinely seen our films and of course i had obviously had family see the film as well so uh very very excited for that i'm I'm stoked it's huge this is this is huge this is is a monumental type of thing for sure so um it feels good guys here's to many many more movies to come out for prime um but i'm i'm stoked i'm very very happy about that and you know it's, it's been a good weekend you you want to know why t yes we went to go see black panther wakanda forever let's get into it guys it's it, we gonna be we might be talking about films this podcast because it, we just i'm on prime video with my two films and then i over the weekend yesterday sunday i went to go see black panther wakanda uh forever and i've got to talk about it again spoiler alert for a lot of people so again if you haven't seen the the movie pause go watch the movie go to theaters go see it come back to this podcast uh i feel like everybody have already seen the movie though right because you you know we're we're in this society where social media is heavily influenced right uh you know people go to social media to to define easter eggs people go to see spoilers and there's articles that are coming out now about the movie and the spoilers are leaked so the, the movie's out again if you have, and I was able to get my ticket for 13 bucks. So again, if you got $13 just to spare, go to an AMC, go to a Regal, go see this movie, go with a friend. Uh, I went with my brother. Shout out to Ryan. A Ryan, Amazon actor. He's listed as an actor in uh, Street Style of New York Culture. So we, we joked around with that. So I went with my brother yesterday, um, Sunday. We went to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Obviously, everybody knew that I was going to go watch this movie. I was going to theaters. It was the only the only matter of when. Um, a lot of people did go on Friday. Uh, I couldn't go on Friday because that's when the movie came out. And, you know, you best believe theaters are packed and you weren't going to find no seats. So, of course, we went on Sunday. Sundays are really a good day to go. It was still packed, right? When I approached the theater and walked into the theater um there were a lot of seats booked a lot of people was in there which was great because you know people genuinely came out to see this movie so we went in there did our thing we we bought our tickets online we um, got in they scanned our barcode we were in theater 10 and that was it you know you had your movies we had concessions, and we went to go see the movie now my overall take and i'm gonna go ahead and give this early to and monica i'm gonna give my take early guys this movie this movie was very emotional right it was very emotional it was for it was a tribute right this was a movie that i'm glad that they they had to exit chadwick boseman's character t'challa at a good light and i feel like they they executed that really really well prior to him actually passing away so they expand the movie on they're at some sort of unforeseen the story is unforeseen unforeseen, unheard of illness he was out in battle he got killed Black Panther T'Challa that was a good way to segue okay T'Challa is dead in this movie and unfortunately Chadwick Boseman passed away right so it's it's they 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 told that story really well to where it's like okay he, he's dead in real life but he's dead also in this movie the character of uh, t'challa and of course the human being of, of chadwick boseman may he rest in peace king um so there was a good way now it's shuri's turn right it was shuri's turn to to figure it out she's still mourning of the loss of the brother t'challa uh, of course shuri is played by lithia uh right so she's learning right she's learning some new technology she figures things out she's she's going through some emotions right is is queen uh, ramonda of course played by the wonderful angela bassett and let me just say angela bassett did her damn thing in this movie now i've read articles and even my brother had told me that he saw articles that she might get nominated for an oscar for her performance in black panther will count forever honestly I'm very excited that Angela Bassett had more of a speaking role, right? I'm glad that all these characters have more of a speaking role in the sequel because if you remember the first one, Queen Ramonda, she had speaking roles, but then, you know, she wasn't the, 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 the highlight of the of the movie. She wasn't the, the, the full front of the, the first movie. Now, in this movie, Angela Bassett had a whole lot of scripting in this movie she articulated a lot in this movie you hear a lot of angela bassett in this movie i do like it and i gotta comment on it because if you guys know obviously we're uh african americans here in the studio i like how their hair they let hair to be their hair for hair or makeup to be more natural um she had the curls she had the 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 nice curls the 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 curls and it just looked beautiful in the movie everybody's hair from shuri down to queen ramonda their hair was fantastic right it's very curly it's very Afri- african-centric type of hair i i was looking at that the most I things like that i critique the most He, i really do i critique that most and when it comes to films when it comes to hair and makeup so moving on of course they're both mourning of the loss of t'challa and of course they're looking to go find the scientist turns out to be riri williams again spoiler alert a lot of people now this we we're spoiling some things but uh, riri williams comes in, comes into the picture of course she's obviously iron heart she learned the skills from her 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 brain smarts but then she's learning some things from iron man now if you guys remember this is me critiquing it a lot more there's a scene in the movie where she's building her suit and if you guys remember Tony Stark Robert Downey Jr the first Iron Man movie he's building the very first suit and he's wearing kind of a white beater uh, tank top and he's hammering away they did a tribute to that as well because Riri Williams Ironheart she's making her her machines she has a tank top on right and she's making the machine so that's kind of a throwback there as well uh it's good to see that. It's good to see Riri Williams and uh the, the actress that plays her, and I'm gonna Google her name real quick because I kind of forgot her actual name, but the her Riri Williams actress that plays in this in this um that plays in this movie, she executed it or that character really well. I think that she added a lot of funny comedic type of stuff, and as I quickly get the cast list up here, real quick, um, and we'll 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 take a second and, and look at this because i really want to look at this um okay uh dominic Thorne. dominic Thorne, she did a fantastic job playing riri williams because she is the snarky but funny but smart and intelligent and she knows what she wants but then she has a little bit of a, that, that that element to her too so she really uh she really did her thing playing ironheart Williams and it's it's a good it's a good lineup for Dominique Thorne guys because obviously we are going to get an Ironheart show for Disney plus so I cannot wait to watch uh more of that and see what happens of course we did get to see when Shuri again spoiler alert guys when Shuri finds out that she develops the 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 herb right the the herb of the Black Panther she figures it out she indulges herself in the juice of the herb and now she becomes the black panther now again spoiler alert guys because i'm spoiling some things here but she becomes the black panther we do get to see michael b jordan jordan's character kill margaret in the ancestry uh afterlife so that was very very interesting because i never thought we would see her see him in this movie but we have now he doesn't he has a great role in this but he's at the, the past life and maybe the, the 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 under the um afterlife of it all people did speculate that what if michael b jordan after thanos snapped in game the snap the fingers iron man snapped his fingers and what if he brought back killmonger but brought back killmonger to be a hero right a lot of people did speculate that what if he becomes a, a face to black panther he indulges the power for greater good he becomes the next black panther that's not happening guys spoiler alert for a lot of people out there that didn't happen uh sure he is black panther um of course namor or namor his character was fantastic i really i really like his i like this character right i did get kind of confused um just a little bit right because i thought that they were i thought you know his 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 culture his people was coming from atlantis right that's my initial thought going into this movie turns out that they come from my mayan uh descent right which is completely different from people from atlantis um the city of uh you know that's in that's their house in the atlantic ocean but i thought it was going to be atlantis they were expanding but that was a completely different um direction when it comes down to the characters and where namor's character and his 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 tribe is coming from they're coming from a more of a mayan type of uh vibe than it was atlantean type vibe so i was a little bit confused about that too because that's what that was my expectations going in right um but the character was executed really really well he plays a good villain i mean let me get that cast list back up because that villain was very very fantastic of course that's orta orjete i might have butchered the name wrong there he plays a good villain right he really does play a good villain when it comes down to it of course um it was good to see napita Leongo requ- um repressing her role as nikia there's been speculation that what if she becomes the next black panther right um very very in very very good for the end credit scene now there was there was not an in in credit scene it was a mid credit scene um which I'm not going to spoil because I'm spoiling a lot as it is already. You just got to watch the movie for that end credit scene because that might line up for Black Panther 3 in the in the future, right? We're not going to see a Black Panther 3, maybe not the next two years, right? But later on, let's say 2026, that year we might see Black Panther 3. And you guys will know what I'm talking about because a new character, a, a new character, quote unquote, comes into the scene um towards the end of the end credit and you guys get to see uh, a little a little bit more of course uh M'Boku comes back of course uh Winston duke he's going coming back for sure uh from the uh jabari uh tribe very very good dorothy still uh the merchant tribe she's making her uh her uh Come back or her, her, her rep- reprise role martin freeman plays ross it's good to see that ross was a part of this as well i get very excited right i really do get very excited to see um characters that's been in the first movie they come back and they tell they they're a part of the great story uh in the uh, first one um i gotta say that this movie is fantastic there's a lot of emotion that was going through my mind it was going through my brother's mind when it came down to this movie, this was a movie that was very, very well reciprocated. Um, it, it was a tribute, right? It's a tribute for Chadwick Boseman, right? There's been two scenes where they give him a moment of silence, right? There's the spoiler alert. When you go see the movie, of course, they're getting ready to load up the the Marvel Studios logo. It, of course, I knew they were gonna put all of his stuff in that marvel studios logo but this one was different right this was a, a the, the first transition where there's no music there's nothing people in the theaters guys were quiet it was super quiet in the theaters because everybody not just them the the the, the editors and the producers of this movie but people in the theater when that Marvel Studios logo came on screen and all you saw was Chadwick Boseman tribute everybody was quiet right because everybody gave it a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman and that that alone says a lot right it says a lot towards the end of the movie spoiler alert of course Sheree is thinking about you know her, her brother once more and she's on the beach. She's reflecting, and they cut back to all of the 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 some of the iconic scenes from the first movie. Just Chadwick Bozeman. everybody in the theater quiet as a mouse, right? Another moment of silence. So you can tell this movie was a tribute to Chadwick Bozeman. This was that that this was that movie, and a lot of the actors and actresses in this movie said, you know, this is more than just mourning a, a death for for Chadwick Boseman but it's a celebration of his life and what he started right it was a a, a healing moment right a lot of Angela Bassett and, and uh Lithia Wright they said in their interviews at good morning Mary, this movie it, it, this is for us to heal right to to not necessarily move on so quickly but to heal from from our pain our hurt our mourning right so that's what made this movie so great A lot of emotions go out into this movie. Uh, Something does happen to Queen Ramonda. Again, I'm trying not to spoil so much for you guys because I kind of feel bad already giving you guys everything because I've seen the movie uh, yesterday. Um, Things does happen to Angela Bassett where, you know, she has a a role, but, you know, something happens to her where she may not be in in the third one, right? So, you know, this movie was everything um this and a lot of people have tweeted a lot of people have done their podcast interview or their podcast review rather this is the movie that that kind of first of all this is the movie that fixed phase four of marvel um but this is the movie that is a great marvel movie of all time so far between this movie and endgame this one was the best um in my eyes i might have a different opinion some people might have different opinions about it um but like i say guys you guys have to just go out and truly watch this movie um this is heartfelt it's it's culture versus culture it's tribe versus tribe. um there's some emotion right there's uh you know one tribe tries to to partner up with one tries to get the partnership of another tribe again i'm saying it like that so i don't spoil it Uh, but then you know they they understand right and wrong you know so it's a good one it's it's this is the one that you cannot miss now if you have the opportunity to go watch this movie in theaters by all means go out and watch this movie in theaters um if you want to wait into disney plus sure i might even watch it two more times when it comes to disney plus um i did get teary eyed monica i did i got a little teary eyed because about what this movie was about right um, and there was a cool scene I gotta mention. Uh, I'm sure she probably don't remember me, but an, an RA family, Olivia, <laughs> she's in the movie as well. I saw her post. Um, she was in this movie as an extra cast, and she came up on screen. and It was very, very cool to see her. Um, she probably don't remember, uh, she probably do. Um, but Olivia is a uh, she's an RA family for us at GGC, George Gwinnett College. Shout out to them. Um, so it's good to see that she's on the big screen uh as well. So again guys, um sorry, I said Winston Duke. Uh well that is Winston Duke. <laughs> um but this is a this is a good movie guys. This is something you you can't sleep on for sure. Um so fantastic. Congratulations to Marvel Studios. Congratulations to everybody who's been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe when creating this movie um because this is the movie uh you got to see. Um and uh, as always rest in peace king chat with bozeman that movie was for you um rest in peace for sure moving so- on to our next topic of conversation as well we got to talk about it because we've got we we we're talking about flavor Flav. that's who we're talking about uh this this news outlet came out today um <laughs> uh okay so flavor flame curses out spirit Airlines after missing flight gosh where has Flavor Flav been Monica? I remember watching Flavor Flav when I was a kid when he had his shows and at the time the dude was funny but like this dude got rich just by doing that little jingle and he's running his show of course Flavor Flav misses flight and did not hesitate to let the staff at Spirit know about it let me tell you you can't cuss at, at Spirit I know a lot of people talk a lot of crap about Spirit but I gotta say A lot of people, not just Spirit, even though we're talking about Spirit, but a lot of people cuss out people of Spirit Airlines and Frontier Airlines. Now, I got to give credit to Frontier Airlines because they helped us get to New York. Of course, we bought a ticket, so they didn't really help us, help us. But those flights are good priced, and I haven't had a negative experience, right? I flew both. I've never had a negative experience, but I don't know why people have, they think they have bad experiences and they say, oh, you fly Spirit? Ugh. I fly Delta. Okay, you gonna spend $500 on a flight if you want to. I got a discount. Of course, according to TMZ, the legendary member of the Public Enemy missed his flight on Thursday the 10th, the night uh, at the Spirit Gate inside Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. Around 11.30 p.m., Flave was seated near the entrance waiting to hop on the flight to Detroit while at work on his laptop. And talking on his phone, he noticed that the gate agent had shut the jetway doors. He, as he approached the gate, the representative would not open it, causing him to miss his flight. Of course, as you can imagine, Flav was not happy. That, I do understand. When you miss your flight, you got to go through, you got to go through the airlines. You got to potentially get your money back or hop on a different flight. And then that derails your time, you know. So I, that part, I do understand. Um, but I got to say, if you, okay. Anytime I fly somewhere, and I, I've flown to plenty of places. I've flown to Florida. Uh, I've flown, obviously, to New York. So I've flown to Denver as well. Uh, I've flown to, well, we had a rollover, but to from Georgia to Missouri to get to Denver and back. So I've flown quite a few times in my lifespan so far. Um, it's never good to miss your flight, right? You always want to make sure you're at the right place at the right time. I always say that. Um, when I was going to New York, luckily, you know, we, we, oh God, and speaking of New York, we felt we, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and we got to the airport around four, five o'clock in the morning because we had to hop on a 7 45 a.m. flight. So we had to make sure we were there. For me, not just my flight, but anywhere I'm going somewhere, I always got to make sure I got enough time to board the plane, right? You never want to show up right as the door is closing because it's, it's a whole headache. Get there early. No matter what time you have, get to your air flight early. That's with everything. Uh, of course, but Flav was kind of upset about that. He was really, really not happy about the situation. The situation did get heated exchange with one of the spirit employees after a customer even tried to calm come to Flav's defense. After he, be- he began use of obscenities to express his frustration, the employee threatened to call security. Flav, of course, have also said that um, that it's is custom to wait for everyone to board first because he usually asks to take pictures and he doesn't want to be holed up on boarding uh, on the boarding process that i understand when you're famous first of all though i ain't hating right because we flow frontier and airline frontier airlines and spirit airlines before but if you flavor Flav and you supposedly famous and got all this money you ain't supposed to be flying this type of boy. And hey, I ain't judging because I fly these airlines too, right? But if you made all this money and you working, you doing all this, this media stuff, you famous technically, where your money went to, where you got to fly Spirit Airlines or or, or, or Frontier, right? You could have had money to fly either, not, maybe not private, right? But maybe more of a coach, right? First class, right? If you're flying first class, Right? So I thought that was pretty funny in my in my opinion, right? I I I I, I often wonder that, like, okay, why why are you boarding that? But anyway, according to sources, also it's alleged that the employee at Spirit did not reopen the door to let another passenger in, but closed, um but closed again, enslaved, and two other people. Now, again, I I agree. With people that's now, that's their rule. And this is for every flight, not just Spirit, not Frontier, not, any, not even Delta. Everybody does this. If you miss your gate closing, they will not reopen the gates, right? Because people are boarded on time. People are ready to go. And you can't delay, delay flights, right? Because if you're going from one, and I don't work at an airport, but I kind of know how, this, how they work a little. When you leave one airport and they need to get to another airport at this time, at this specific time right? Because that plane has to go to another flight. They can't be late on their flight, right? I've read that if an airline is late getting somewhere, like extremely late, they lose money as a company they do. So I understand that process of them not wanting to reopen the gate for Flavor Flav because, you know, when the gates are closed, gates are closed. You need, you need to be there on time. Come or anybody would tell you, Get on your flight an hour before it takes off. I know it's an hour. I know it's long. But that's just Flight 101. I told my brother and and my friend Harmony, they were producers for our documentary. I said, we need to get to the airport two hours before boarding. Right? Just in case if our luggage gets lost. Just in case of TSA giving us some headache. Just in case if there's a delay and you need to be just in case you need to go to the bathroom you have plenty of time to do that if you're hungry you can go to their little food court get especially if you and we're here in atlanta so you guys know hartsville jackson is the busiest airport in the world so you definitely got to get to your flight two hours prior to that i digress of course following the incident flave released a statement uh that was obtained by tmz offering an apology for his role in the altercation it's good that he apologized right because at the end of the day, these airlines and these these employees of airlines, they're just doing their job, right? I get gripe about a lot of people getting upset with people just doing their job. It's their job. They get paid to do what they do, right? It's not for them to be jerks, right? They're not trying to be jerks. They're not trying to be assholes. It's just people are doing their jobs, right? Right? Because they gotta feed their family, they gotta put money on the table. So I, I don't know. I, I people get upset about that. So the airlines, uh, of course, he's uh, there's a quote here. The airline Spirit Airlines shut down the doors on me while I was in line to board. I was upset, and some, and some say harsh words at the gate agent. Of course, Flav said in a statement he apologized. He says, "I apologize." These are Flavor Flav's quotes. Uh, I apologize for those who witnessed me acting out of character. I do not apologize. <laughs> Uh, to Spirit Airlines for the gate agent. So, hey, charge it to the game, right? If you need to, if uh, obviously get to your flight early, super early, right? Whether when you first get there and they say we're beginning to board, be there, right? Don't be late. I don't know if that's the story with with Flavor Flav. I don't know if he was late to his gate or not. Um, but you got to be, you got to be there, right? If you got to take, you bought a take. You got to be there hours before you before they say boarding, right? Because that kind of helps you validate that you've been there on time right if you run into a gate and they're they're closing the doors as you speak as you're running to your gate you're late you know um so moving on to our next and final segment of today's show we got to talk about sports as always you guys know how i like to do i love to talk about sports uh of course um and actually yes uh, vikings stun josh allen of course bills in overtime for arguably wildest final minute and nfl history of court kurt cousins and uh, justin jefferson survived one of the wildest finish uh, wildest finishes in recent nfl history on sunday afternoon of course it took a remarkable one-hand grab and the end zone fumble and a last-second interception, but the Minnesota Vikings beat the Buffalo Bills 33 to 30. Now, you guys know how I say it: a game is good if it's if it's if you're three points off, right? It was a close match. There's a difference between a close match and a straight-up ass whooping So they end up getting this match, of course, my, uh, Vikings beating the Bills by 33 over 30. So that was a close match. In the overtime at the Highmark Stadium in what should easily go down as a game of the season, uh, if not recent NFL uh, history. Of course, the Bills quarterback Josh Allen had a shot to pull off the win in overtime, but had quickly merged into the red zone after the Buffalo um, gave up a Vikings field goal. Of course, you had Allen through an interception directly to Vikings cornerback Patrick Peterson in the in, in the end zone which sealed the three-point win for Minnesota. It marked, it's marked Allen's fourth red zone interception in the past two weeks. Of course, that finish, though, was just part of the ridiculous finish that was full of mistakes from Allen. Gosh, that got to suck. That really has to suck when you almost have a match won. And when you have it almost won, right? You you have it won, and, and that's it. You You gave it up. And now the the opposing team scores three points and now they, they win the game right it, it that, that really has to suck for a lot of um that has to suck for a lot of people who were close and in contact with that and you know it's a close match right just three points off because of your uh because of your because of your your minor mistake you might have made right so I get very very interested with that uh for sure when it comes down to it because it was a close match. So it's one of those things that it does happen, guys. And you know, it was a close match. Minnesota Vikings ended up winning over the Buffalo uh Bills. I was actually rooting for the Bills too, right? Because they've had an okay season, right? I'm rooting for a lot of teams though, Monica. I am. I'm rooting for, you know, I'm rooting for the the Chiefs, the Bills, the Falcons. Right, we saw it also because we went to Jenga after watching Black Panther again. Shout out to my brother. We went there. I didn't do a review about jinga because we already done a review about jinga It's a ramen spot, and I saw that uh, the, the the Denver Broncos and, and the Titans match. That was a close match as well. So. very very excited for that as well something that also popped in my mind before we wrap up this podcast today because I meant to talk about this and I just haven't yet of course have y'all heard about this story about Sophia Rosing or Um, so Sophia Rosing is a University of Kentucky student uh, who was uh, uh, who have said some choice words right she was in the hallway she was drunk out of her mind And she was confronted by, or she was getting confronted, well, not, no, she was doing the confronting, actually. She was confronting another fellow student, right, a fellow student that was out there. And she said the N-word so many times, right? And I guess you can say this is our elephant of the room for sure, because you have this 22-year-old, right, saying the N-word. She said it so many times. And she said the harsh n-word. She didn't say the soft n-word. She said the harsh n-word. The word that can get you slapped. The word that can get your ass beat. Right? So I I wanted to talk about that real quick but on the podcast. It's, it's fresh in my mind. That does exist. Now I applaud that young student that was getting uh confronted by Sophia Rosing for, for them saying that. She said. So, Sophia, the racist girl, she said, You're my servant, and you wore an N word freely, freely. She, she's drunk out of her mind. She's drunk out of her mind, but she said it. Right. And I was so baffled when that happened. When I saw it on TikTok, uh, not TikTok, Instagram, uh, and Facebook, I saw it and I'm like, This is something that she probably was taught. Right. you. She wasn't born with that her parents didn't you didn't. that's not genetically born to say that you were taught that because of maybe who your family is right now a lot of people at the at the school university of kentucky they do not condone that and of course she got kicked out or potentially or unless we have an update she's got kicked out of this this school and that the university of kentucky is a huge school it's a huge university that you can go to right um and then that happens Right, It happens to where now you don't, you're don't, you not a- a- able to go to this school no more. And when you Google yourself, that's what's going to come up. So a lot of schools probably won't accept you, right? Sophia Rawson, you've been canceled. You've been canceled in today's society because of that's a very sensitive word. Like I say, the young uh, other student that was getting confronted by Sophia, then she got on video and then she tried to swing. Sophia tried to swing on that young student. And she just she kept her cool, Right. She kept her oh cool because she knew the phones were out because she knew she could have whooped Sophia's ass. She could have, but them cameras was out, right? If that young student would have laid hands on Sophia, now that would have been a whole story twister, right? We're in this this society where uh, somebody would initiate something, but you you put hands on somebody. Oh, that's a whole nother story, whole nother story, whole another chapter, whole another book, whole another film, right there so I, I applaud and I, I meant to talk about this previously but i applaud that young student for that because she kept her cool she kept it collected um as always guys that's never okay um that hasn't happened to me yet right um in my, in my life man, no one has called me the n-word so i i'm i'm appreciative of that i don't know how i would react if someone called me the n-word right as, as a young black man i i have to i'm learning how to to keep my composure a little bit more right because if it was old me yeah i would have whooped somebody's ass on camera i would have slink you know but it is good to it is a very helpful word but people, the people today say it right we saw the whole twitter thing the free speech thing which i'm thinking about deleting my twitter after of that because that's not okay it's not it's not okay um, so that's that's end up what's what's happening with that. So again, Sophia Ross, she's the biggest elephant of the room for today's podcast. But um, I hey, you just crushed your your college, right? Everybody knows who you are, and you're you're a bigot, you're a racist, because if you comfortably now doesn't matter how drunk you were, you know what you're saying, just a little bit, you know exactly, and then she get arrested, and she was singing the word too when she got arrested. That was it, right? you're racist you will forever be racist in this world when you try to apply for a new because you ain't going by the university of kentucky no more when you try to apply for a different college they're gonna say oh is that the girl that called the the black girl call everybody there oh yeah we don't want her nah she's too controversial absolutely not we're not backing her right Words hurt people They really do hurt people So again for everybody out there in the world Please try to avoid using words like that towards people It's very hateful You can get cancelled by that By using those words in today's society This is not the, the old school This is not the 1920s Where you can where people can just say it And think they don't got repercussion. This is 2022 You say that word out there in public And get caught on camera Yes you're going to get cancelled You're either going to lose your college Like Sophia Rossing did If you're an employee, you're gonna lose your job, right? If you're a friend, you might get smacked. You might get your ass kicked, maybe, right? So please, let's not use those words. That's just been on my mind. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast today. Hopefully you guys enjoy this wonderful Monday podcast as always. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching the video version on YouTube at KLP Entertainment. Of course, always hit that bell notification so that way you guys do not miss when we upload our next Uh, content again, check it out. Street style, a new york culture, and hardline second term. Those are my two feature films that are available for Amazon Prime Video, of course, for rent or to buy. So again, do not sleep on our films there. As always, we're we're blessed to be out on a major network like that. And that's something you guys do not want to miss out on again on Prime Video. That's Street Style, a New York Culture, and Hardline Second Term. Stay tuned later this week as we have many more podcasts to come this week. Uh, so, of course, as we get closer to Thanksgiving week, I can't wait. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast, KLP Aftermath Season 4. I've been your host from our cast and crew. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. We're, we're, we're about to take it. back. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. KLP Aftermath. We, we shut it down, down on the studio. You, you're rocking with the best. Oh, this, this what's going on? This is Drake. It's Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is a Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The heat. 94.6 E radio station.